0: I will be proud to lead you wonderful guys into battle anytime, anywhere. That's all.
1: want to hear, which is how great you are.
2: Two balls, two strikes, spores, kicks, and fires. He struck him out looking. It's over. It's over. The Rangers have won the World Series. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. The Rangers are the World Series champions.
1: Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40.
3: Appreciate that question. It's the miracle
4: on ice. It's Tiger in 05. It's history in the making. This
5: is the Drake Toll Show.
4: S-L Drake Toll Show. Cameron Stewart across the room. Aaron Sexton runs the board. Aaron, is it doing it again? Oh, it's back. That's better. Yeah, baby. Is it doing it where it's just funky with his microphone? What does Lark do between the shows? That's what my question is. Lark Smith, producer of The Press Box. You know him. You love him. I do, certainly. Does something to these microphones. Just <laughs> wizardry. Every day. Every, it's always Monday, too. We come in and something's wrong with the microphone. It's about her now. I'm using the Stephanie Sports Talk microphone. One of the best moments I've had in local radio. But well, This is before I, right before I got into local radio. The week before I was on the Mosley Show, somebody asked me at a arena football game, Hey man, you work at ESPN Central Texas? I'm like, yeah, I do. And he goes, "You know Stephanie?" I'm like, yeah. He goes, "What's she like in person?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna pretend that's not a weird question. <laughs> She's cool. Nah,
3: like it's not that way. He could have. He could have been way weirder
4: about it. Could have been much weirder. Was not. <laughs> Did you see well. this playoff thing? They left the SEC completely out of the playoff. What? I couldn't believe it, right, for ratings and everything. But, you know, with a team being 13-0, conference champions, they won every game they played. You couldn't leave Florida State out. And right, I get right. they're, they're on their
3: backup quarterback, but,
4: you know, so it was well, Ohio State in 2014. They won it all, so you had to
3: put them in. Right. I think that was the big lesson, right? Cardell Jones, third string quarterback Correct. for Ohio State. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. You're looking for the... The four teams that deserve to be there, no matter who's on your roster, right. right? It doesn't matter who's hurt. That shouldn't that shouldn't hurt a team at all. So mm. I'm glad that the committee decided to agree with that. Right. This isn't a and this they do have a future SEC team in there. This so. committee is great. They have a bunch
4: of coaches who just retired, a couple of active coaches as well. No athletic directors, no active ads because that would be a certain conflict of interest. Sure. Yeah. No politicians. No random people who you've never heard of who were the MAC Coach of the Year in 1996. Thank God, Jim Grobe. You know that'd be the most random thing if Jim Grobe was deciding yeah, who goes the weird. college football That Would make no sense. And luckily, they got it. The committee got it right by leaving out the SEC completely. Aaron, can I get a breaking news, please. Oh, just refresh the page. Florida State got left out.
3: What? I know. I know. They you know,
4: left out Florida State.
3: You know, I had a moment after they left out Florida State, Drake. Uh-huh. I had a moment where I really hated myself. Liberty. They, they put Liberty in. Where I really hated myself. Okay. Because I have been one of the, the brave defenders, the people who have fought back against the, the SEC elite for years. Yeah. And yeah. the SEC bias. Look, you can't deny that the SEC is head and shoulders the best football conference in America. Agreed. You can't deny that. 100%. But... but I hate the SEC bias that is so evident in today's college football. And yet, when I saw the top four, you know what I thought? Wow, Georgia didn't make it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was surprised that Texas got in. I was surprised that Texas got in. I was was too. I I think that's probably a good thing for the sport. Not because Texas is so great, but because the head-to-head mattered in something.
4: Which what's what's more baffling? But then again, what's, they both got in. Right. So. What's more baffling here: the head-to-head mattering, the head-to-head having an effect, or the college football playoff committee bouncing a team that's thirteen and 0? or
3: the ACC just meaning
4: nothing? Yeah, I can't decide meaning which is worse. Nothing would the, had had, and here's what here's what could have happened: your final four: number one Michigan, number two Washington, three Florida State, four Alabama. And I don't think anybody's going to bat an eye at that. You're going to say, yeah, well, Florida State's undefeated. Can't leave them out. Bama just beat number one Georgia in the SEC championship. We can't leave them out. And you say, well, Alabama lost at home to Texas. And then the committee would say that was a different Alabama team. Yep. And, and now you know, Texas has a banged up running back. And will Xavier Worthy be back? And how how good is Texas at this point? And subjective, the eye test. Texas yeah. doesn't deserve to be in. And had they done that, had they done that, everybody's pissed off, sure, but I, I get it. I was already expecting that to be the right. case. But instead, they did the one thing you can't do, and they bounced the 13-0 and team. Which is just...
3: It's nuts. And I, I had this feeling on Saturday, especially when, obviously, Florida State wasn't very convincing over Louisville. They're down to, you know, whatever their second or third-string right. quarterback one here. One of the best
6: defenses in the country. Right. But. They won right. their conference championship games, and the other team scored six points.
3: Yep. Right. But I, I'm thinking while I'm watching, I'm thinking... Boy, are they going to treat the ACC the way they treat like the Sun Belt? Because yeah, every year there's a team that's they and they did. Because every year there's a team like a Liberty or Coastal or UCF State in 2017. Sometime. Yeah, that's or 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 even some of those UH teams under Tom Herman. Yep. that are 12 and 0 and they're every bit as good as a lot of the top 10 teams, but they don't even get near the playoff because they're yeah. just like, well. the I'd rather take a three-loss SEC team. And sometimes that's right. But I was thinking, there's, but they can't treat the ACC like that, right? I mean, Clemson's on a down year, but they're one of the best programs in college football. Like, For as much as the rankings love Miami year after year after year, yeah. we're going to downplay them now as a football program. Oh, yeah, like, uh, the ACC did not have a good year. No. They did not. They play, but, Florida but State played two ranked teams. Did the Big 12 teams. have a good year? Did the Big 12 that's, have a good year? That's the point I was going to get into as well. Florida State beat everyone who was ahead of, in front of them. Uh-huh. They beat two ranked teams, convincingly, by the way, one by 18 points, one by 21 points. Yep, They got Florida in a really down year. And they beat another ranked team by double digits in the conference championship. And to me, that is pretty much exactly like what Texas went through yeah. this year. And again, I think Texas is a really good team. I think they probably do, at the end of the day, deserve that spot. But you look at their schedule. Okay, they beat Kansas. That's fantastic. Kansas is a good team. They they needed overtime to beat Kansas State. Those are 24 and 23, respectively. Yep. They played one top 15 team in the conference, and they lost. And then they beat a, what looked like a hapless Oklahoma State team. But they beat Alabama on the road on September the 9th, which was... It is. It's such a different team than what they are now. And what? Alabama. No. Alabama's a much better team now. Sure, but no, you can't. What? What does that give you? What argument does that give you? Well, my argument was going to be I would have picked Alabama over Texas if it came to that. Uh, but and why? And I know that why sucks. Because right I had to head. Why
4: right now because would you I pick, pick they're Alabama? Better. Or
3: why do you think that? Because they've gone through more of a gauntlet and have looked more impressive. No, they haven't. Yes, they have. Who have they beaten? The Al. Do we need to go through the Alabama schedule oh right now? Oh my gosh! Are you kidding? Have you watched football? They beat Ole Miss by double digits. Have you they just beat. Football they just all? beat Georgia, who hadn't lost in two years. What are you talking about? Texas yes, had a tough str- schedule. They struggled in against Auburn. Season. Sick. They struggled against Auburn. Texas had a. They, they also they beat Tennessee by fourteen against- points. They kicked the crap out of Kentucky, who was ranked at the do? time. They beat LSU, which was Florida State's best win. Kentucky beat wasn't them by fourteen time. points. They beat Georgia. Like, Alabama's what are you talking regular, about? What are you
4: talking about? Texas, in this conversation... Oh, sick. Is, I'm just going to say, what are you talking
3: about, too, even though I just freaking laid out what I, I was talking that, about. I said, what are you talking about before that? And then I laid it out to you. Then I'll lay it out the other way. They're beating ranked teams by double digits oh every other gosh. week.
4: Look at Okay, look at the Texas schedule compared to Alabama.
3: Texas yes, I'm has a schedule I'm, just, I'm, I'm Alabama. looking at it right now. They do not have a better schedule than Alabama. Alabama and if you want to use the head-to-head argument, I can't go points. against
4: that. Alabama lost by 10 points at home. But I just think it's so asinine to say that Tech, oh, this Alabama team's a different team. You know, they they are know. a different team. Why do they deserve to be in over Texas?
3: That's that was, that was the folly in my point, which is what I was getting to. Uh-huh. I, Based as someone who just schedule, watches even. college football, think Alabama is a better team. But if you don't take the head-to-head into account, we as Baylor fans can't stand on that milk crate. You have to take head-to-head into account. That was the point I was getting yeah, to. Yeah, Alabama is a better team than Texas is right in now. In
4: both strength of what, but, what because what they have I a better understand. body of work. Drake, what they
3: do have a better body when of work. You're doing what the committee just did. you the committee just did. Yes, and that's which which they're both in, which is good. Right. That's that was my point, though. Bam, what, I would put in because of what I've seen. I would put Alabama in, but Texas went on the road and beat them. You can't keep them out for that. That was what I was saying. Yeah. I
4: just I don't think you could even make the body of work argument at this
3: point. I mean, you can because because it is it's better.
4: Texas is. I don't think so. Okay. The the SEC was so down this year. The SEC didn't have a great vintage SEC SEC year. But just look at the schedule. Man, was look at the numbers next to their opponents. uh, Was three and six against other Power Five conferences. Oh, okay. Bama needed a miracle to beat an Auburn team that got beat uh, 31 to 10. By yeah, New so, so they State played Auburn
3: close a okay. week before. Texas needed to come back late Arkansas to beat Houston. Was so 4 and nine. everyone Texas everyone did has not that. come back late.
4: That Texas did they not. Won they won by they by never like a trailed score. in that game. They won by a score. They never trailed against in that game. Do you want Okay, football? so they didn't freaking trail. They won by what? Three Texas points? had to come back late? Great. They won by 7. Seven points against Houston. Bama beat who four sucked. and eight. They fired their coach. Bama beat four and eight Arkansas, twenty four twenty one.
3: Cool, but then I'm looking what at you, all the other ranked gonna, teams they play.
4: Bama beat, Bama beat Texas A M. Texas A M fired their coach. Bama won twenty six to twenty. Okay, but th- look at the other State teams they're playing. Coach. Alabama beat. They beat six Ole Miss by, six, double seven, they Florida, beat four- by double digits. Seven South Florida. They beat Tennessee
3: by double digits. They beat LSU by double what digits. What does Tennessee
4: do for you? They They're in the rankings.
3: Year. That's what they do for me. All right,
4: number twenty-five, Tennessee. Guess who else is in the rankings? Kansas State. When Texas yes, beat them, Oklahoma yes, State. When Texas I'm not, beat them, i We have been Brokes over off. that
3: part of the schedule. I don't, I don't. Alabama has played more ranked teams than Texas has, Drake. I don't. This see is math.
4: How you can look at the and they and lost by Tennessee and they just, and Texas, they just beat
3: the team that was number one in the nation for all but one week this year. That
4: that they I'll, just beat them. I'll give you the conference championship game. They Body did something work, no one's done in two regular years. season, who is better, Texas or Alabama? You cannot say Alabama, Alabama. is
3: better. How? But Texas deserves yet, to be in the playoffs. You've yet how I just I just, just did just it, man. I'm not test, doing it again. So you're just going to eye I'm just going through the schedule. I'm using my eyes to look
4: at the damn schedule and the right teams that beat they're Texas playing. Texas Texas Tech 57 to 7. Cool. Tech sucks. Auburn sucks, and Alabama beat them by three. What yes, do you want okay. here? The,
3: the, you are making you, no sense. You, you are like BCSing it so hard no, right you're, now. Your playoff. You need get, everyone to win by fifty Florida points. Yeah. This is this is State. BCS. Uh, yes, that's that was the beginning of this argument. The, was I think Alabama has a better work of has a better body of work than Florida State does, and that sucks for Florida State. It's not Florida State's fault. So you're Just Florida like State it's out. not Texas's fault. I probably if if you put a gun in my head, yeah, I probably would have. I don't. You're doing exactly I what the com- sucks, you're doing exactly 100%. what the committee did. I think it you're
6: sucks. Ex- you're ignoring head to head and going into what you think hypothetically would happen if the two teams met right now, and that shouldn't but be I, what you go on. You go on head to head. Th- that's why I'm saying well, Texas head to head is more should deserving. head to head should be the tiebreaker if they have the same it record. Be the end and, all, they're, all. and yes. they're both conference champions.
3: Yes, yes. That's why I think Texas is more deserving of Alabama again, in, even though I think Alabama is a better football team, I, I just. Because of the body of work they showed me. But Texas won their conference. What is They wrong played with everyone that was ahead brother, of them. And they wrong. beat Alabama on the road. What is wrong with Texas' body of work? It's not as good as Alabama's. That's not even Dude. wrong. It's just
4: not as good as Alabama's. Alabama, a miracle win against Six and Sauber. Uh, if, this 66, is, if, you're, 10 if you're not going to shut the hell up about that, I don't know what to do. I know they beat Kentucky. You're
3: right about okay. that. Yes, they, they beat Chattanooga. Okay. I mean, Texas beat Rice. What, what do you, we could do this all day. They beat Chattanooga two weeks ago. Two okay, weeks so they so they played Texas early in the season, and they had Chattanooga later. Every SEC team does that, Drake, and they usually have you two teams in the playoff every year. And you shouldn't
4: get rewarded for it, but they do. They do. I don't. T- Kansas was in the rankings.
3: Texas beat them forty to fourteen. Yes, and they beat Kansas State as well. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Alabama's only losses to a playoff team, by the way. Yeah. Texas' loss is to a team that's not in a New Year's Six bowl. Texas's loss is to Oklahoma, which also kind of got screwed.
4: That's awesome. I love it. Let's rank the schedule in America. Texas, the second best. Alabama, six. But I
3: know, no, I know the body of work. The body only, of work oh, for Bama. Oh, well, they only beat Iowa State by ten. Oh, they only beat TCU by three. TCU's not going to a bowl Bama game. They only beat Auburn hey, by And Bama three. only beat Auburn by six. So three. What's the difference? Right, there is no difference. It's a net neutral. So that You're arguing that Texas is better, and you then you just said it's so a net weird. neutral. Hey, that's Shut weird. up,
4: dude. Net's you weird. suck at this debate. No. You suck so hard you at this debate. You just told me Texas beat TCU by three. Bama yes. beat Auburn by three. Yes. What do you want? That's yes. a net neutral. Yes, and you just said Texas was better. Yeah, dude. You just selected you, one game you, as if that one game matters the whole season. You're like Texas is going through a gauntlet this year. Did I just tell you Texas has the second strongest strength of schedule in the country? Because That's they not a beat
3: Alabama.
4: That's, because go- Alabama is good. That's not a gauntlet. That's why. No. It had nothing to do with the Big 12 schedule. Obviously it had nothing what? to do with that. they played Alabama. Based on, Oh, are you kidding? Based on that one game, that one game gives you the second strength of schedule in the country. One game. It's a
3: humongous help. The other 11 Look, games Oklahoma's?
4: didn't Where's Oklahoma's? Where's Oklahoma's? Oklahoma's strength of schedule is 13. TCU, 12. It's Texas Tech, 11. Down. Texas. Ten Tech, 11. down. 10 spots down. Because Texas
3: played Alabama. What so yes, wrong with you? it is right. that
4: big a difference. Pause. Kansas State has the fourth strongest strength of schedule in the country. The fourth. Because they played in the damn Big 12. Welcome to an argument They're that you can't win because you close. haven't used them not even you close, You say body though. of work without giving a damn number. I just gave you What's your so schedule, many. Then? You just don't no, want to listen you to You read it. off scores. You read off scores. Yes! and The, they,
7: end, the scores where the they end, had
3: more points than the other teams.
7: And did. the end of your score? They played ranked
3: teams
4: and, and they the beat year them
3: year more consistently than Texas did. No, sir. But Texas no, sir. beat Alabama. I'm looking at a At the end of the day, Texas is more deserving because they beat Alabama. And they have a better body of work. But They have a body of work because they beat Alabama so, then two
4: reasons that Texas should be in over Alabama. One, they have a better body of work. And two, they beat them. No, they should be in over because they beat them. You cannot say and Alabama they is a conference. better team than Texas right now. I can, and I just friggin' did
3: again. And you have
4: no reason to bet. You have given zero reason. Oh, Bama beat Auburn. That's
3: your reason? No, I never said that. You are Texas the only person has who has a said better that. Strength you are of the schedule. only person in the studio who said that. There is, you keep bringing up the Auburn game. There is no like reason. Like it's a long lost love or something. I don't know what it is. There is but no reason. But yes, they reason. only beat Auburn by Three, sick that you Texas only beat TCU by three. That Alabama and Auburn's actually going to a bowl is better
4: than Texas. There's no reason. Yes, say I Alabama just is laid it out. Texas. I just laid it out. But your your entire but Texas argument is deserving to be your there. Your entire argument is incorrect when you consider that Texas' strength of schedule is two, Alabama's is sixth. They played Texas too. They played playoff Texas. They played Georgia. They lost though. And Kansas
3: drinks. State's strength of schedule is four. They also played Missouri, an SEC team, which I know you think the SEC sucks now for some reason, brother. but it's still pretty darn good. I, I, You're devaluing the Big 12 right now, and it's pointless. It's not as good as the SEC. If that's devaluing the Big 12, I will do that all day brother, long. The SEC with three and six they against beat, other they Power they beat, 5 conferences They conference beat a team with year. Alan Bowman at quarterback in the Big 12 championship, and you're telling me it's better than the SEC. A top 25 team? Alabama, who's Auburn's
4: quarterback? What are you doing Oh my right God, now? you're just going to... You don't you, even know Auburn's quarterback. You are sucking
3: Auburn like it's going to fall off, okay, man. Okay, fine. Who's Kentucky's quarterback? I don't care who exactly. Kentucky's quarterback is. I don't is. care about Allen They are in the rankings this year. No, they—they
4: they, okay. Kansas was in the rankings, and Texas beat them. I know, and, Drake. Dude, we've been through what? this. Guess what? Your subjective You're just going argument, in circles, man. Your subjective argument—I can cancel your whole argument out of naming okay, team after do team it, after team. This sucks because you right. just keep going in right. circles. So Texas had ahead. the
3: second best strength schedule. Alabama was six. Who has a better body of work? Okay, Texas. fine. Kansas State should be in because they have a better body of work than than Alabama. We should put them in. Kansas State got snubbed. you are that's all that you is, that's all you've said so even though i said nope. texas should be in You're, that's
4: all you have said your argument was body of work I'm, yes your argument was alabama look who, has a better schedule ab- is look who, dude i just read you the strength of schedule I'm done. because I'm Texas done. beat them I mean, Al- that's why they should be alabama in. alabama has a better strength of schedule that Weird. computer told you. the strength of schedule for texas too and bama is six if uh, you could read this, argument Alabama would be really easy. beat
3: a way better team in the conference you championship. Could read, a
4: way better team, uh, and Texas beat who was in front of them and beat the yes, brakes off I them. Yes, I
3: know that's why Texas should be there. But that's why I'm saying this is not the same Alabama team as September 9th. It's not the same Texas that team. Was the this whole Texas team is even
4: better than they were September 9th
3: too. If you say so. I, well, the computer. There's does. nothing that shows me that. Really, that's weird. Str- that's weird because the strength hmm. of schedule because they played Alabama in week hmm. 2, Drake. That's weird. I Alabama weird is better that you would right say now.
4: The Texas is the better isn't the better team right now, but do not I don't have a metric. Think so. Just but the But they, eye they test. but
3: they beat them head to head. So you that's were, why they should be, be in. That, you'd be that's a great what i this whole time.
4: You'd be a great member of the college football playoff. You'd be a great I member of the committee. I should be. Man. You have more credentials than most Because of them. I would have put Texas in and that's what they did. They did. Why did they leave so, Florida State out? Let's go Florida State next. We won't argue it about it. It sucks, man. I, I, I it sucks for Not, Florida State. Well, we, we're way over a break. This I know. and then we'll do Florida State next. Is the Drake Tall Show.
8: Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women off for
9: finals back in action Thursday, December 14th, hosting Delaware State for the future Bears game in the Farrell Center at 11 a.m.
8: Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas.
10: Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right, 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA-certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company New York. Each piece a work of art, plus no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers, under the spinning diamond
11: Everyone at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they are participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they are asking for your support. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate
2: children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 7th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2024
11: GMC GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from their dealership, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute.
2: Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive, exit Waco.
12: The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 170 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator friendly controls and comfort. Now, write it off the lot and write it off your taxes for zero down and 0% APR for 48 months plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through December 31st, subject to credit approval. Consult your tax advisor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full details.
2: WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com.
1: Well it's Sunday morning and the sun is shining in my eye that is open and my head is spinning was the life of the party I can't stop grinning I had too much to keep the last night
0: I like to drink you with a little salt and lime. Did I kiss all the cowboys? Did I shoot out the lights? Did I dance on the bar? Did I
4: start any fights? Ooh, uh, you went out with me on Saturday night. <laughs> we went to the middle bar. lived to tell it, unbelievably. We <laughs> went out together. Did
3: I I kiss all the cowboys? You kissed that one guy who followed <laughs> me to the bathroom. <laughs> We uh, both uh, went to the bathroom, just crazy timing with like five of us in the whole place. Yeah. We just both happened to go at the same time. That's that's a tough look. <laughs> that's a tough look. out? I don't know. Happy Monday, everybody. It's just weird. Uh, Frank, yeah, you kissed him, by the way.
4: Franklin and Edna play on Thursday in the biggest news in America. That's huge. Chilton and Mart. I think that's, that's about big. it.
3: For the old Super Central Centex, Texas. baby. Yeah.
4: Super. Oglesby.
6: Oglesby. Yeah, for Oglesby. State championship. Sorry.
4: Sorry. I keep forgetting Oglesby. I don't know. People are blowing up the text line now. Because you know what Oglesby is, Cam?
6: Florida State. (laughs) Can't leave them out. Fortunately, though, Texas high school football playoffs, if you beat people, you actually get to continue playing. 64 teams.
4: 64 (laughs) teams, which works well. The tournament format works well for everybody. And college football is finally
6: going to it. You don't think it'd be better if... They just decided which teams are best in Texas high school playoffs and then just matched them up. Aaron made a great point. Aaron made a great point
4: earlier about Anna High School. Aaron, I'm going to pitch this back to you and let you make the point that you made to me in the conference room earlier because you landed the plane.
6: There was a time, and I didn't actually expand on it this much, but there was a time back probably before either you were born or when you were very young that there were only two playoff teams. Before that, there were only one playoff team in each district. So Anna is obviously a great team, very good chance to win state this year. What if it was back in the days of the one-team playoff? And this happened a bunch. There was a bunch of teams that could have won state championships that didn't make the playoffs. What if they did it like that? If Anna had got upset in district, but the district could only send one to the playoffs, and you knew Anna was the best, so you send them because – According to Ward Whites, that's the right decision.
4: Like Franklin, it'd be nice. like Franklin this year. Yes, he lost a little out mm-hmm. to
3: Lorena by 3 and then beat Lorena by 21 on Friday night. I mean, we've even seen some third place teams win a couple of playoff games this year. Like Oh yeah, depending on the are, district. For there are sure. some districts sure where it's where it sucks that four teams go because it's a four team district, but for the most part, I think you do okay. Yeah. I think you do okay. And the four I, I I haven't looked. I'll bet we have a third place team that's still left. I would that would not surprise me. The four-team format
4: is be perfect for high school football because because of the regionality of the sport, it's perfect. With here's the one thing on the Florida State deal: because if you go thirteen and zero and win every game in front of you, you can't get left out. Not a, not get, in a power conference, no. You can't, and the BCS would have put them in. The BCF would have left Texas out, actually, and would have put Florida State in.
3: Yeah, it would have it would have been Georgia and Florida State all year. Yep. Um, and then and then now it would have been Florida State and Michigan. It would
4: have been Michigan 1, Washington 2, Florida State 3, and Alabama 4, according to the BCS. Which is what I thought it would be, by the way. I thought that's where the committee would go with this. If there's no argument Michigan and Washington can get in. Florida State did the same <laughs> thing as Michigan and Washington. We're, weirdly weirdly in the, enough. The ACC. And the Big 12 strength of schedule for Texas... Yes, with the Bama win, got them into the into the college football playoff. Florida State beat LSU. Beat they scheduled a big-time SEC program and then mauled everybody in the ACC a week conference, but they won every game in front of them, and
3: they're not Liberty. And weirdly enough, if it had been those four that the BCS projection had and that you thought it was going to be... I thought it was going to be that, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's it's weird, but it would have made more sense. More sense, for From sure. what we've seen from the committee. For sure. Like, it, it would suck because Texas beat Alabama and just on that alone if you have Alabama's playoff team Texas also needs to be in but we've seen that before in
12: the yeah,
1: committee
3: yeah. we've seen that before now, so it would been. that's that's the problem with the committee it's always there's always going to be human error i guess is the nice way to put it but the, the thing that sucks the most about the CFP committee is yeah. it seems like it changes every year gun and, and gun to my head like you last mentioned- year last year TCU gets in which they should have gotten in But they got in after being undefeated all the way to the conference championship game. They lost the conference championship game. Yeah. This year, Georgia does the same thing. They lose to another playoff team and they don't get in. You seem kind of down. Are you okay over there? No, I'm just getting my voice back here. I am. Um,
6: (laughs) Like, this this broke me. I I really.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's, just. It's awful for the the, players, for the coaches. This is just the worst case, right? Four teams is always going to suck when you have power five conferences, five conferences. Uh And then. You're gonna have a year where a, a team has more than one deserving, uh, t- or a conference has more yeah. than one deserving team to go, and we see that every year. And now we see that basically all of those conferences have a deserving team to go, and some more than others. And yeah. this was just—it was a mess. And you knew once Florida State won, specifically once Florida State won on Saturday night, it was just going to be all hell breaking
4: loose. Right, and now with with this as well. In, in twenty four, no, it was 2020, 20, in 2012, this doesn't matter. Michigan and Washington are playing for a national championship. Yes. Yep. None of the other stuff matters. Who gives a rip? There's no argument, period. We all go home. It doesn't matter if Florida State's third in the country. There are two teams that play for a national championship. The college football playoff creates this chaos. And I'll be honest with you. The one reason that I can, I, I can wrap my head around Florida State getting left out was watching the Michigan reaction when Alabama was announced on the screen. That's exactly what the CFP wanted. Michigan was wholly prepared in the videos. video of, of their, the Michigan watch party. They announced them at one. They all cheer. Then they're all waiting to see who they play it for because at that point, nobody knows. And their hands, on, sitting on your hands, waiting for Florida State to pop up there, and you get up and you, woo, yeah, we get to you, Florida State. And when Reese Davis says, fourth team, Alabama, the whole room goes, ooh. Oh. <laughs> Air sucked out of the room. Now, does that change Florida State's 13-0 record? No, it absolutely does not. No. Is Michigan going to be more scared of Alabama than Florida State for sure? Is this a game of who you are more scared of? It shouldn't be. Well, that's exactly what the committee leaned on. They said, "Well, we have a room of coaches, so we thought, who would you rather play?" Which is so you can't say they actually said that in one of their in their reasoning was we asked the coaches who would you rather play, Florida
3: State or Alabama?
4: And what's the what's the, what? What
3: are we it, doing here? It, if that if that's what we're doing, if that's what we're doing, bring back the computers. I don't care yeah. if the computers pick all four, but if that's what we're gonna do, that's even worse. Right? We ask the coaches to see who they rather worse. play,
4: and and you said it best. Gun to your head. If you had to pick four teams, I had to pick four teams. I'm not leaving Georgia out. I'm not either. If I had to pick the four best teams in the country, gun to my head, I'd put Georgia. You over Alabama, die if you pick them incorrectly. Great. I would put Georgia in there, and I, I'd be hard pressed to leave Nick Saban out. And you're right. D- despite that win in September, gun to my head. I might just leave Texas. I might go with Michigan, Bama. I, I you it'd be it's tough to keep Georgia out of there. And I don't even know if I'd go Washington. If Washington and Georgia played tomorrow, I've got a pretty good idea of what think, would happen. Yeah, I think Georgia. Would I got a pretty good idea. I like Washington though. I I like what they beat Texas and they have a good body year. of work as well. Yes, we and we the Pac-12 was it, up this but year. But that was a good body The Pac-12 yes. was up this yes. year. Now, Quite up. they struggled. Might, they played down to their opponent multiple times. Yep. You saw it against Arizona State. You saw it against Washington State. But when it mattered most, they went in and beat Oregon. I think Oregon would lose Twice. by 14. I think Oregon would lose by 14 to, to Georgia. We saw Oregon play Georgia last season and how that went was like 55-3. to three. Now... Transit property doesn't work. It's a different year. I'm just, if I had to pick my own life on the line, Georgia or Washington, I tell you who I'm going with. And if that's, if that was the entire design of the committee was let's not use computers so that we can be subjective. The computer never got it dramatically wrong.
3: No. There were it, years. It's the where, same problems. Like where it you, just leaves a team out. Utah the same problem we have now. Or TCU,
4: some Mountain West team, Auburn that one year. Yeah, some funky stuff happened, but there was never a time. I, I legitimately can't remember a time where I thought, oh man, the number three team in the country, they, they definitely would have won the national championship. Oh, uh, The computer got this one wrong. No, remember when Alabama and LSU played a rematch? Those yes, were the two, yes. the, yep. Those the two best teams in the country. Those were the two best teams in the country. The computer hey, might State have botched. The computer
3: might have botched. You went to the Sugar Bowl. I don't. I don't. I don't care. Well, the year before that was Auburn, Oregon, both undefeated. Cam Newton's Auburn, and it's one of the best years in TCU's history. They go thirteen zero. They win the Rose Bowl, and maybe some people in Fort Worth are, are clamoring that they should have been in the national championship, but they shouldn't have. Right. Those two teams are better. So to your point, yeah, they never. They never really messed it up. They just would leave a team out. Every every once in a while, and you could argue pretty much every year, but that's what the playoff does too. Yeah. It leaves a pretty good team out. And By the maybe way, maybe the saving grace is that they're going to the 12 team next year because yeah. because if you were already sick of conference realignment, the playoff is what makes it worse. Mm-hmm. You think Florida State wants to stay in the ACC now? And you think they want to play Georgia Tech? Of course not. You think they want to play Boston College? Of course You're not. Say, no, we want to get the SEC right now. I don't care. If it means every cycle has a losing season or two, but when we're good and we know we're good, and we need to prove to these Saps that we're good enough, yep. we can't do that in the ACC. By the
4: way, if, if Florida State plays an SEC schedule and goes ten and two, you're in the college football playoff. Yeah, in a twelve team format, you're in. The, Missouri just did that. They're number nine. They're a top ten team. They lost two games in SEC play. They are a college football playoff team in the expanded format. You might as well play in the SEC just to go ten and two. Prepare right. yourself for the gauntlet of the playoff. Here's what we see. The the current format of the college football playoff has done nothing, almost nothing, that the BCS couldn't already do. I know there have been times where the fourth seed wins.
3: I know, it's... Yeah, once? Ohio State. I think that was the only one, I know
4: there have been a couple times where, like, a Bama at a four. There's been upsets. Right, Bama at four, or, yes. We almost had a massive one last year. over Michigan at two last year, but... By and large, these semifinals have been blowouts. Yes. Year in and year out. For a decade. The SEC team kills whoever they're playing, and then they go on to the national championship. That's Cincinnati. That's, that's how – and Cincinnati played pretty Ask well Notre Dame. for it being a blowout, but it was still a blowout. Who was it? Was it Michigan State that got in against Alabama and got trounced?
3: Yeah, I think it was Clemson. I think it was Clemson.
4: Who was it, a, cup, a couple a couple years ago – Uh, We had, when Baylor played in the Sugar Bowl, remember watching, it was Bama-Cincinnati that day, and Georgia played who? They must have played Clemson. Maybe so. Whoever they played, they boat raced them. These games have just been non-competitive. They've been mostly non-competitive. Oh, no, uh, Michigan. Yeah. Was it Georgia-Michigan that year? Yeah. 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 And to that, it is, what happened this year with the college football playoff committee won't happen next year. The computers for this year would have gotten the computers mostly did get it right. We yep. all hated it because the, the human element was out of it, and I guess a computer could do whatever it wanted. But the algorithm, but wasn't damn, bad. the human element ain't good enough either. Uh, the human
3: element maybe worse. And I, I guess, I guess, the silver lining for the CFP people is that it does go to twelve next year,
4: and and you know, so what?
3: you won't have to deal with right. this magnitude of headache again. But of course, there's going to be teams that are left off. There. Right? It's easier to justify twelve than. than and if you leave off
4: number 13, Ole Miss, the world's not going to yell at you. No. yeah, that, Nobody's going to be freaking yeah, out but, on Monday. Or,
3: or I don't know what the structure is, but aren't they going to do uh, the major conference champions in there as well? Yep.
6: yep. Five so, plus seven is what it's going to end up being. Yeah,
3: Okay. Yeah. So if you had, you know, a 14 or let's do it this year. If You had an 18th ranked Oklahoma State in there. Mm-hmm. Obvi- Texas would still get in, by the way. Uh, but you left Ole Miss out. Yeah, like, is that really that big a miss? No, Ole Miss I, is what fifteen. America's like,
4: not like Tallahassee radio today. ESPN Tallahassee
3: is on do, fire. fire. Oh, and you won't what have a, a lot of that. You won't have a lot of that. No, I you mean, you'll have. You'll have. Oh my gosh, Florida State was undefeated this season, ACC champs, and they got to go play. You know, Ohio State on yeah, the road. Yeah. How does that work? Right. You know. So we should give them something like that. Or, but, yeah, but it won't be a
4: now. <laughs> If if we woke up today, and the playoff was Michigan, Washington, Texas, Florida State, the four teams that at the end of the year should have been in the college football playoff, the deserving, the deserving yes. four teams. Ah, and the SEC didn't get a single team in. I, I don't think that world could have existed.
3: No, the committee for was the never. fans for the fans. They'd have been great. Right, um, The vast majority of fans, but the committee uh-huh. and the networks. And as we learned, as we
1: just stadiums,
4: learned, no parity is, is not going to help college football. The Big 12 just learned that. If it's right. an anybody can beat anybody, that does not drive ratings. I love watching Iowa State and West Virginia when both teams are surprisingly good. The rest of America, oh, they do not. And it's hurt the Big 12 for years. Leaving the SEC out of the college football playoff would have cost millions Legitimately, it would cost millions yeah. for these people. Yeah. And they couldn't afford to do that. It's about money. That's that's the subjective nature of having the, the playoff committee and the people that are on it, the ADs that are on it, who, of course, don't use
3: their bias. Right. And who knows? Now, I mean, we've heard about breakaway leagues that could happen in the next decade. Are the, are the CFP committee, are they going to need to walk on coals for that?
5: Yeah. Here's a, here's a know, great to say, I
3: mean, that's not to say it's just an SEC thing. I mean, if they do a breakaway league, Florida State will be in it as well, but... Are they going to have to make decisions based off of that in the future? We're pulling a Mosley. We're just way ahead. we're way behind a break again. Uh, We're doing good stuff. This text quickly
4: says you'll be arguing over whether FSU or Alabama or Texas deserve to be the first round by the most. Can't believe people can't predict it and see what is coming. We certainly can predict it. We know that's exactly what's coming. But But I I would rather take screaming matches
3: over. (laughs) I I would rather take that over a team, a deserving team, getting left out. It's obvious that's and sure that will happen sometimes. We're going to
4: argue about the semantics of the college football playoff, but no one's going to have a screaming match over home and away and buys. And they don't in the NFL. They don't in the NFL. They, did. Right. You know, it's worked pretty well for them, going by the whole record thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. this year in college football, that wasn't on the docket. Uh, coming up, Jake Spavadol was introduced this morning as Baylor's new offensive coordinator. The Cal guy. Powerhouse Cal. This
12: is the Drake Tull Show. Recently on the John Moore Show, Max Muncie, uh, Baylor
9: baseball, headed into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. Thank you very much. It means kind
2: of, kind of means everything, you know. It's, uh, um, Baylor it's such a special, special place. Not only in my heart, and my family's hearts. you know, it's uh, it's where I met my wife and it's where I learned about becoming a man. And baseball was always the afterthought. And it's, uh, it, it's just a place that helped me further who I am.
12: Tune into the Voice of the Bears weekdays from two to three p.m. here on ESPN
14: Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 in Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different.
9: On the road with Mr. Rhodes. Hey, here's the shocker.
8: Cars are bigger than people. So if you're behind the wheel, be careful. Those crosswalk stripes, yeah, they aren't left over from National a Street like a zebra day. They mean you need to stop for people in crosswalks and yield the right of way when turning at intersections. And no looking at phones, photos, texts, emails, or holding your jeans or where that nickel fell. Oh, and please, slow, slow down. Sound advice. Mixed in with professional sound effects. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TexDot.
5: ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics right now. Make 2024 the year. You go back to living normal life again. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. QC Kinetics can give you your life back. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement. Again, if you have pain from an old injury, or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds. Call QC Kinetics for free consultation. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254
4: the Drake Toll show house,
3: Can we do it? Can it can it be Christmas now? Sure man, I've been on the Christmas train a oh, while. Wow. Once it's Jay-Z's birthday, it can be Christmas season.
6: <laughs> my tree doesn't come down.
3: Yeah. Come it's always call. Christmas in know
4: Thankfully, Aaron, house. Aaron got the fire extinguisher out. Everybody's fine. Everybody's fine. We're good. We're all friends again. Um, it worked. <laughs> if you missed the early show fireworks, sentexfortsfan.com <laughs> Aren't we we a podcast form, right? Is yeah. that, how do yeah, they access yeah. that? Yeah. They just go. They you can just on spot on the. Yeah, I let me st- check right Sound out. really old check on right Spotify, on Apple Spotify. Podcast, on the podcast thing, Stitcher, you can, and Drake Tull Show, Pretty yeah. much everywhere podcasts
6: are found, okay. you can find the Drake Tolsho. You
4: your podcast, you can go back and listen to the Drake Toll Our good buddy Red Rankin does that. He can't listen live. Works at Sendero, which uh, typically no free ads. But Helberg Barbecue has been so good to us in the past, and has fallen on some hard times. Otherwise, they would be in our ad rotation. Um, sure you saw them. I know Matt talked about it last week. The Helberg caught fire, and Sendero is doing a t shirt sale. Uh $40 t shirts, $40 hats that are branded with the Helberg brand.
3: They're awesome. Have you seen those? They're awesome. Yeah, I have already ordered. Yes, I've yeah. already ordered. Yeah. Did you buy the white shirt or the black shirt? Oh, uh, the black shirt, which is a risk with Tara, my my golden dog, but not with her shedding. Because I, I also, like the black shirt. I also bought the black shirt. Uh,
4: uh, That's yeah. not good. The hats were great too. And um a little bit more expensive than most of the stuff at Sendero, but they they put the caveat in there that, you know, they're going to donate a large portion. It's also
3: really good quality. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Sendero is... Sendero's never steered me wrong. One of the coolest brands currently in apparel. And um, always love to help Philip and Yvette out there at Hellberg Barbecue. Hopefully they're back up and running soon, because that was... Dev- it's the best barbecue in Waco. Best it's the, barbecue. It's the best barbecue in Waco. Or the, at least the greater Waco area. I think it's the best brisket. You did put that in your post. I well, I just think people will
3: argue that it's China Spring. Like okay, fine.
4: It's not a, I think it's I think it's the best of this whole area. It's not even really China Spring. It's kind of kind it's of Spiegelville, kind of nothing. Yeah, But also a little bit of Woodway, maybe. Uh, that was yeah, a, the Larry maybe. post put Woodway in Woodway, Texas, and I was like, oh, that feels disingenuous. Yes,
3: it's down.
4: I yeah, not Highway six.
3: It's isn't, on the Bosky.
4: It's Highway six yeah. it's on the Bosky, effectively. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan. Jake all announced as the Baylor offensive coordinator today. Met with the media with Dave Aranda. Said they're gonna run a high powered, no huddle,
3: up tempo, fast offense.
4: To which Dave responded by leaning over the microphone and going, Wait, really? <laughs> I didn't know that was allowed.
6: Oh I th- no. I think I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> oh
4: no. So then it just became a conversation for thirty minutes of Dave going, so so, so, so so wait a second. My defense has been on the field all game. You're gonna try to throw a seventy five yard touchdown pass on one play. My defense gets 12 seconds of rest. It's like, Yeah, what's the problem with that? Um, that's the one thing, Cam. That's my one reservation with this Pavadol hire is David Randa had the worst defense in the Power yes. 5. Yes. The worst defense in the Power 5 and said, I know how I can fix this. Let's put our defense on the field even more. That's how I read this, which yeah. is not... This doesn't feel like a conducive... When, when Joe Brady was piloting the LSU passing game when Dave Aranda was the DC of the national championship winning Tigers squad in 2019, they weren't chunking the ball around the yard, going up tempo, no huddle fast. They had an offense that was conducive
3: enough with defense. This doesn't. Yeah. Feel that's right. why the, the defensive number, everyone's points to that defensive numbers for that LSU team of like, <laughs> Oh, Randas defense wasn't that good. Well, also yes, keeping teams under 30 points when you're scoring 50, right? Is pretty good. Right. And I, I but yes, they were more complimentary.
4: But, complimentary in that the offense was balanced. Yes, It was a yeah. beautiful mix, and they could be because the athletes they had both in the receiving game, the running back room, the quarterback being Joe Burrow. This Jeff Grimes wide zone offense is maybe the most conducive offense to a defense in America. Right, It's as close as you can get in power that was, football to that running was, the
3: wing tee. That was what they were looking for. But when they brought them in. But now when Baylor brought them in. Why
4: don't I remind you? People were like, oh Baylor's gonna throw the ball again. Pum, 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 yep. I remember I remember that. Yeah. Reading the box score from I think it's Baylor, Oklahoma State, 2020. Who was the offensive coordinator? In twenty twenty, that was Larry Fedora. Yep. Yep.
3: How many times do you think Charlie Brewer threw the ball that game? Oh they lost that one like twenty eight to ten or something. Uh, I might be wrong on that. Yeah. They threw the ball in that game. They were behind the whole game. Yeah, 35 times. There was I'm going to guess 35 times. Nailed it. Bingo. Nice.
4: There were a couple games in that Fedora season where Charlie Brewer would throw the ball 48 times. They had to, yeah. But yes, you're right. And which is not good. That's not a very good way to Bad win. Bad offensive line. That's probably not going to help you win a lot of football games. I'm really worried that's what you're signing up for again here. Where it's, you know what? And, and the point that I made all of that 2020 season was Baylor is not a Maserati. And Dave Arena made the same thing where he's like, you know, we're an old, old hat, new hat, old car, there's a car, That's all the weird stuff he was <laughs> saying. There's say. a bear. It's like Baylor's not a Maserati. In the big blue house. But at the same time, they were playing like a ninety-six Toyota Corolla that smells like cigarettes. They should have been playing like a 2016 Nissan Maxima. It's not the That'd flashiest. Nice. It's not the sexiest. But it goes six and three. And instead, I just, my argument in 2020 was with Charlie Brewer and the amount of guys they had back, it was too good of a roster to have been so terrible the entire season. Now, I'm worried that you don't have the 2016 Nissan Maxima anymore. You are relegated to a 96 Toyota Corolla, but in okay shape. Wait, with, with the personnel now or with With the Spavital, personnel next year. Like, including Spavadol. With the personnel next year. Okay. I'm okay. saying just, just athletes-wise, you're at the 96 Corolla. Okay. In decent okay. shape. No cigarette smell, decent shape. But with Spavadol, is he going to drive the damn car off a cliff? Because Dave Aranda's trying to coach up a young defense that's still going to be young. They were all freshmen. And Jake Spavadol wants to score in one minute and put the defense right back out there.
3: I don't you know? I think if you're Baylor... Honestly, and I I assume they have some sort of plan here, but if Spavidol was the guy that you marked as this is going to be the best for our program and we want this kind of offense, I think you got to worry about the defense later. With how bad you're coming off of two losing seasons. If there's a good guy out there who can run with your offensive personnel, because all signs point to that as well, with all the offensive guys over the weekend stating that they're staying. Mm-hmm. that it might be a good fit for their offensive personnel. And I think Dave's like, you know what? This is on me. I've got to figure out how this defense is conducive to it, how it's complementary. Yeah. And maybe that's not great because we've been very critical of Dave in the past, and we've but, just, we, but I think it's just too big to kind of pass up.
4: We just learned uh, to me in this offensive coordinator search that Dave wants to be the head coach of the defense. Jake Spavadol is the head coach of the offense and it's, it plays separate. Uh, Dave needs that. He doesn't yes. know. Yes. Uh, he doesn't know offense. When you see Baylor take a timeout, Dave doesn't go to the huddle. Dave is, and then when he does, you can look at it. He is just checked out, confused, you know, let Hands Jeff behind do his, back. his thing. Yep. Yes. Hands behind his back is not an odd thing for Dave. That's pretty normal. No, I know, but, you know, in a head coach in the huddle. It was against Oklahoma that year in 2020. Charlie Brewer threw the ball 56 times for Larry Fedora for 263 yards, a touchdown Boy, and two picks. Now you're right. Great. The reason why is the running back room wasn't exactly stacked. Jonah White was the leading rusher in that game. Oh boy! Who? This was a who? this was a twenty seven fourteen loss to Oklahoma. By the way, 27-14. very this is a very yeah they kept it close, but I think they were down. Super competitive game. Um, yeah, which surprisingly competitive, I guess. Spencer I say. Rattler.
12: Uh,
4: uh, yes, Spencer uh, Rattler, who didn't have a great game either. Nope. But they threw the ball fifty six times with Brewer. Jonah White was the leading rusher with 18 yards. Tay McWilliams, one carry, four yards. Second leading rusher. Oh, Charlie boy. Brewer, 13 carries, one yard. Zach, oh, boy. Sacks in there as well.
3: Tristan Ebner, who's not a quarterback and couldn't get sacked, seven carries, one yard. That might have been the game where he and John Lovett packed up their, packed up their lockers afterwards. Yeah. Josh
4: Fleet, two stayed. carries, and a yard.
3: So that reading that,
4: as many times as Brewer threw the ball, as bad as the run game was, I know there are more weapons in the run game for Baylor now, but man, if you throw Sawyer out there chunking it fifty times a game, if you're trying to go up tempo, if you're just trying to get something to work offensively, if you go three and out, if you go three and out with Jake Spavital after just giving up a five minute possession to Kansas State where they scored a touchdown, then you go three and out in 38 seconds. This team's gonna lose. Well,
3: yeah, I mean that's that's, that's why you're topping out at like a seven and five. That's what, yeah, I think that's, they're going to lose football games. They're going to lose football games. Yeah. And the defense is going to be
4: on the field. Because you're going to look at the game, at the end of the game, Baylor had the football for 22 minutes, and Jake Spavadol is going to say,
3: yeah, yeah, and you know what, that's, what that, that's, that's, that's up to a head coach. Yeah. Especially if he's a defensive guru, and especially if he's calling the plays on defense, and you hired this guy uh, late November, then you've got to figure it out defensively. Yeah. Your head coach needs to figure that out. And you don't have time, by the way. No, I mean, you, you had to hit the portal pretty hard anyway. Um, but you're going to need to have real depth. And you probably, from what we've heard, probably need to switch up your practices a little bit. Yeah. So you can rotate some bodies in there. Uh, but yeah, to me, I, I, I know what you're saying, and I don't disagree with the point. But I also think that with the, the head coach being now the defensive play caller and his staff in place, he's got to figure it out yeah. or he doesn't deserve the job. Got to figure it out. And again, that's like we talked about early in the segment. That's not, that's not going to mean they're going to have the 2021 defense plus an Art Briles offense. No, but if your defense does enough to win you some games, which they didn't do one time this year, then we'll take that. I and and if that
4: 2021 team has a Jake Spavital offense, you probably don't win the Sugar Bowl. Right. Right. Because the defense was so key that year. That if Jeff Grimes led a nine-play you know, 43-yard drive that resulted in a fourth down conversion you didn't get, you still took four and a half minutes off the clock. Mm-hmm. That was still a positive possession for you without points. There won't be positive possessions without points under the Jake
3: all no huddle run and gun. And I do wonder if Dave is almost taking notes a little bit because obviously, like you said, that worked out so well the 2021 team, and, and Dave knew a lot of his personnel going into that year. It was a great, it was a pretty good defense the year before yeah. for being a bad team. It was a pretty good defense and he knew what they were capable of. And so, in a vacuum, which it ended up being because it was only that one year that it was super successful, yeah. it was successful. And so now I'm wondering if Dave is taking notes of like, you know, Nick Saban is a, a defensive genius. Yeah. But look at how his, his offenses at Alabama have improved over They've years. evolved. They've evolved. Kirby Smart's a defensive guy. Look at the offenses they're putting up at Georgia. Wow, that's more of a pro style. Right, right. It's not, it's not apples to apples, but I'm thinking he's like, well, I can't just do complimentary football. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I need... Offense is a bigger part of the game. Defense still wins championships, but I need just the best quality I can get on either side and, is kind of the way to put the
4: it. The good point, the good point. If an opposing team scores 35 points against the Baylor defense, this year that would have been death. Correct. You're going to lose the game, obviously. Now, to, if an opposing team scores 35, okay. Jake Spavadol is our OC.
3: Right. We in, a, are, in a perfect world, under
4: Jake Spavadol, you should have a chance. You certainly can still win. And he averaged 30 points at Cal. I know. They're yep. the Cal yep. OC. The and they, aren't and great. they
3: had a bad defense the year before, by the way. Uh huh. They were 80th, oh, yeah. which is considerably better than Baylor, of course. About 30 but, points. About 30 spots better than Baylor, yes. Yeah, but they ended up, their defense gave up as many points per game as, as the offense scored. So. Right. I just, I, I hate, and this is where we'll end still this conversation. It, wasn't great. At Cal. Dave Aranda fired Jeff Grimes. In fact, Jeff they only, Grimes. sorry, I am my math right. They gave up 32, so that's only one less point than, than Baylor gave up per game. Yeah, um, not totally apples to apples, but something to think about. He still had a successful offense.
4: Dave Aranda fired Jeff Grimes mm-hmm. because the offense couldn't save the defense.
3: That's yes. it. I mean, yeah. Dave,
4: Dave Aranda, yes. like, it. It Dave Aranda did not have, there was no consequence for him or his job. There was no consequence for all he had to do was just fire a bunch of assistants and say the offense couldn't save the worst defense in the power five. Would you have the worst defense in the power five and your decision is to fire the offensive coordinator Mm -hmm. because he couldn't bail you out of games? I don't know if you're like if you're listening to the car right now, you're listening at home. Does that make any sense to you? Fire Jeff Grimes, fire Jeff Grimes. Yeah, the 80th ranked offense in the country is not good. How about the 111th ranked defense? Anybody? Anybody? Right, fire the OC because he couldn't save the bad defense from your defensive genius head coach.
3: And It's hard to, to the point of, like we were just talking about, that he brought in Grimes and Mateos because it was so perfectly molded to his style of football. But now because he and his defensive guys can't recruit either, and once they got all their players in, it got worse every year then he needs an OC suddenly to bail him out and not one that's complimentary to his style of football.
4: And please throw the ball, Mr. OC. Please throw it fast. That's what you've got. And maybe it works. I guess throw, if you're a Randa, you're so far in the hot seat, throw something against the wall and hope that it sticks.
3: That's it. That's it. Yeah, and 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 I think he probably was the best guy that they could get with their restrictions, and I think that's probably the way they're thinking. I I still think it's a good – I do
4: think it's a good hire. You're you're ostracizing some high school football coaches. Talked to one this weekend who was like, what are we doing here? He would not recruit high school football players in Texas. What a slap in the face to us. That's that's probably not what you want to – Yeah, I mean, yeah, Yeah. he refused to recruit high schoolers. He only did Portal. High school coaches remember that. Um, So we'll see how that part plays out, but this is probably just a one-year stint anyway. Coming up, I've been told that Baylor men's basketball is good. This is the Drake Toll Show. Go Cowboys!
8: This is is
0: is Dallas Cowboys football football. 2023. Cow's back, frozen. Oh, my God. Picked up! It's Bland! Only heard here. Here. It's Bland!
8: He's got one man to beat at the 20. All season. He did it again! Sunday night, it's your Cowboys
2: and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station.
6: Cowboys and Eagles, Sunday night started with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas.
15: Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center. 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cnccollisioncenter.com and find them
2: on Facebook. Built to do more for less, that's the way we roll with our new Kubota BX1880 package from WC Tractor. This four-wheel drive tractor is neatly packaged with loader, bucket, and shredder for as little as $2.99 a month. Take care of landscaping gardening, and general maintenance without breaking the bank. Think of all the jobs you can do with your new Kubota. Payments are valid now through December 31st. Visit WCCubota.com or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info.
12: Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at
7: CentexSportsFan.com. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254 1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own.
9: Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's fall clearance sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor powered national bestsellers Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and loop three forty. Marine
5: Land Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. You've been sidelined by joint pain. It's time to meet the Coriol Health MVPs of orthopedics located right here in Central Texas. Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, Coriol Health Sports Certified Orthopedic Physician Team specializes in sports medicine and total hip and knee replacement. Don't let joint pain keep you on the bench. Get back in the game. Make the play call to Coriol Health Orthopedics today. 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE.
0: In Waco, Texas, we love the holiday season. At home, at work, or out with family and friends. It's simply a special time.
11: From all of us at Jeff Hunter Toyota,
0: we're wishing you a wonderful
16: holiday season.
0: Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values.
12: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, uh,
0: uh, 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 uh.
14: I speak of promised land, soil as soft as mama's hands, running water, standing still, endless fields of daffodils and chamomile, rice under black beans, walked in the apple with cracked screens and told prophetic stories of freedom, found warmth in a black queen for when I get cold like Nat King, I'm doing the dead thing. I speak of wondrous, unfamiliar lessons from childhood, make you remember how to smile good, I'm pre-currency, post-language, anti-label, pro-famous. I'm Broadway. Welcome Joe back to Neck. the Drake Toll Show. What is I this?
4: Oh <laughs> no! The clean too. version, I
6: guess. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not as good as the original. I've never so heard either one. It's but. a spoken word from Chance
3: the Rapper, oh, I guess. Oh, I do I, I don't even. Spoken. I don't need it
14: warm. Are you a I Chance
4: the Rapper guy?
3: No. Oh, okay. I hated when everyone wore those three hats because they thought it was cool. Hated that. Is
4: that gone now? People stop doing that?
3: I think so. I, is he as cool anymore? I don't know. Chance the Rapper, I couldn't. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have any idea. I remember he was cool when I was in college.
4: Oh, has it been that long? It's oh. been that long. All right, Aaron, I just sent you a link. I think One or two Chance the Rapper songs I like. Aaron, I emailed you a link. We're gonna we're gonna be. Yeah, what, what was the next Baylor men's women's basketball? Yeah, men's basketball is number six. It's pretty good, by the way. I don't Which know. was you Just announced. Just, yeah. Which was just announced. Actually, what are they in Ken Palm then. Ooh, they gotta be top three. I would assume they're top yeah, three. Yeah, I think
3: the last time I checked yesterday, they were five. They have yet to play so a top 25 team. Three. Am I correct yep. in saying that? They've yet to play a top uh, 25 team. Yes. They right unless Florida got into the rankings recently, I don't think beaten they Beaten all of the teams that are in front of them. And yes. barely the Florida game got... They were sixth in Ken Palm
4: as well. Sixth in Ken Palm.
3: Yeah. Huh.
4: The Big 12 has four of the top six, by the way. Arizona at number one. Yeah. Big 12 yeah. team.
3: Big 12 team. Yep. It's going to be the which? Most- well, they're in the ACC right now, of course. Be the most still in the ACC conference in but... basketball. Yeah. All right, Aaron.
4: Let's try this one.
3: Let's see if this works. See if you like. This. See this is smoother, Cam. I to. Get I don't think straight. it's going to make me like Chance the Rapper. But did you never go through a phase? No. I mean, he seems fine. It's not for me. Is he okay? Who, Chance? Yeah, I haven't heard a lot out. I don't know. Him. is He still with us? Did, did he do? Didn't he do that wet or that uh that album that was just like I love my wife? Did he really? Good for him, man. <laughs> no, not good for him.
4: Bad for Chance the Rapper. Thirty. Okay, thirty years old. So I guess at some point you hit the statute limitation. Being cool.
3: Well, how old is he? Thirty. That's it. Chance the Rapper, thirty. I mean, Kanye wasn't making great albums until he was like, yeah, about thirty. Kanye made great albums. Can you say that? Yes, yes. I did. That's real courage in 2023. He did make some great albums. One of them, he was 26, though. Uh,
9: uh, All
3: right, not this uh, one either. Aaron, uh, I don't know what I've done to you. uh, uh, I
4: don't uh, even uh, know what I've done. All right, later, whatever. (laughs) Baylor men's basketball, Maybe, maybe more impressive given where they were
3: preseason. The women's basketball team, too, also good. And we said it on this program, they were disrespected at, what, 20, I think the men were? Yeah. And ladies were nineteen or eighteen? Yeah.
4: Is this right?
3: The women were ranked higher than the men to start the year. They must have been twenty first, because I feel like that would have been a headline that I would have remembered. Right. And now
4: Baylor is the only school in America with men's and women's basketball teams in the top ten. I I let's the beauty of football season ending is we get basketball. And I love the years where both are good. Yeah I know that, that's the ultimate. It was so but... odd in twenty twenty one. When men's basketball was very clearly streakier than football, when football was the dominant team that year, yeah, that was a weird thing to process. It was. It made me. I didn't resent the men's basketball team. That was Drum Tangs last year. I think James Akinjo yep. played
3: point. Good team. Good team. Jeremy Sohan, Kendall Brown was a bust. And if they had anyone but Carolina in the second round they would have been playing the next weekend. I, almost, really, I really do believe They almost that. beat Carolina. Yeah, I mean,
4: yeah. They're on the doorstep of beating the eighth yeah, it seed. That doesn't change game.
3: history, but... And,
4: and, and I think about it now. As I say, oh, that Baylor team, was, they were a one seed. They were a one seed. They yep. were a one yep. seed. And won the conference in right. the regular season. They were they, tied for it. They weren't disappointing. They were a one
3: seed, had won the but Big I, 12. I, kn- I know what you mean, though. but They, they were just- more streaky last year. Yeah, and that And they weren't but as dominant were to- yeah. as 2020. Right, and, and there were times throughout the season where guys were getting hurt, to be fair, but you mm. were like, mm, this team is going to be frustrating because they just don't have enough. They just don't have enough. And that was probably going to be true. Like, they would have been an Elite Eight team, but they weren't because they lost earlier than that. Play, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and to silver lining, last time that Baylor football was really bad for a season, mm. 2020, men's basketball in the National One Super of season. them has been elite pretty much every year of the last four from when
1: I started yes, college yes.
3: one of the
4: sports has been elite the best was oh my gosh I, I think 2019 would have been it would have trumped 2012
3: yeah 2019 if they 2020. got if they got to play in the tournament because the ladies got to play in the tournament baseball was
4: good the men and the women both could have won national championships in basketball softball was good that was a big year
3: I think soccer. By was the way, bad. we were one awful call away in twenty twenty one from having two final four teams.
4: Yeah. Oh, Melissa Smith, right? Or
3: was it? It was uh, Didi Carrington. Who, well, Didi got hurt. Didi got hurt. Didi got, got hurt. The hamstring. Yes, pulled her and, hamstring. And, and, and still, she they, she still played. And they went on a like a twenty to two run. That's right. Yeah. Um, but I, I've said this before, but this is this so impresses me mm-hmm. about Scott Drew and, and Baylor because. Not only did he take them out of the basement and make them a tournament team and make them a conference contender. They didn't win yeah. it, but conference contender. This tournament team basically every year, right? That's impressive enough. That, that is already, with what Baylor was in when he got there, yeah. an unbelievable achievement. But to then do something that's arguably even harder, he took them from a good team that made the tournament every year and turn them into an elite program. Yep. I mean, we read the numbers a couple weeks ago about what they've done in the last five years, and it was, everyone could tell in that 2019-20 season when they went on that big winning streak, they got to number one. The 23 games in a row? Yeah. It was stupid. And you were like, oh my God, like, this is an incredible basketball program now. Yep. And you knew these guys were coming back, like it was it was like, how has Scott Drew not only made that first jump, yeah. but then make what I think is the harder jump. And you could argue right?
4: if you win it in 2019, which would have been 2020, if you win it in 2020, you might not win it in twenty one. Maybe Those not guys, those guys left. Yep. Leave. Yep. They would have left. Think,
3: I think one or two of them did put their name in the draft. Yeah. Which would have been... Teague did. definitely did, and I think Butler, Butler did as well.
4: I don't think Davion did, because he, no. was, he, he
3: wasn't on the radar. Again, a... Just as good as the team jump that I gave you, what Davion Mitchell did from twenty twenty to the twenty twenty one season, unthinkable. Now like he he was a guy who you didn't even want to shoot in twenty twenty. Yeah. Good player, lockdown defender, great defender, and a pretty good point guard. But you were like, is just, he's just one of those college guys, yeah, right? Like a better King McClure. and then the next year he became a way better King McClure. <laughs> like became like the best shooter on the team. It, becomes a lottery pick, top ten pick. It's, I think this is a good team. This year's team. I'll say it. Is this? I say it. I, I. Okay. Yeah. It's deeper than the twenty twenty one team. Does this, that mean it's more talented? Not right off the bat. No, but they could be. This is as close as I felt
4: twenty twenty one. Last year and the year prior, Kendall Brown was he fizzled out. You know that that season didn't end the way you wanted it to. Last year with Keontae, there were a lot of times so where that was your only offense and was throw the ball to Keontae and just let him shoot it somewhere.
3: I I have so much faith in Scott Drew now, but there was like a fear in the back of my mind after last year, which was a good team, very streaky. You knew really, especially if you didn't listen to me as a guest of yours on Locked On Bayware, Yeah, you knew. This team's not a Final Four team. Last year. They're no. not. Yeah. Um, and we were they, worried if they were gonna get out of the first weekend and they didn't. They would and play so, a more so,
4: physical team. I was scared that they would play a Big East team,
3: which they did, and right. get beat around. And it felt like have they lost their way here? Was this just magic in a bottle for a couple of years? And we're gonna go back to being the solid program that we were before. Consecutive first
4: weekend exits will make you feel that way.
3: Right. But and t- We don't know what happens in March yet, but with a team that's been assembled this year, they have gone back to the identity that they had in 2020-2021 with the elite three-point shooting and a defense that is getting better by the game, and you certainly have the personnel to be a very, very good defense. Yeah. It hasn't all come together yet, but all that said, yeah, this is the closest that we've had since then, and it shows that, okay... Scott Drew, all the trust in the world, this is going to stay an elite program. And when I mean elite, I mean a top 10, top 5, could be in the Final Four kind of program. Oh, I love it. The okay. way the way that Houston's going through it right now, the way yeah. obviously Kansas does pretty much all the time. Yeah. Um, the way, I'm trying to think of one who's done it recently that, that isn't always there, but uh, uh Purdue. Yeah. Okay. Good history. Matt no national championships. Nope. It hasn't had been a final four in a while, but they have been at that level the last year or two. And Illinois. should be on there this year. Illinois kind of fizzled out quickly. They're still okay. But you know what I mean by that? Houston, I guess, is a better example. They've yeah. made the final four, should have made the final four last year. They were that talented. Um, I'll get one that's close to home for you. Arkansas. Okay. Top, top 10 program right now. Right now, yes. yeah. Top 15. And they have been under Musselman. Yeah. And... That was that was a big step up because I mean, after Nolan Richardson, Arkansas basketball was kind of there. Yeah. Oh and yeah. He's bringing them back to, again, having some of the best teams
4: John
1: they've ever Helfry? had. Helfrey.
4: All these uh, all these elite eights. John to Mike Anderson to now Eric Musselman.
3: Yeah.
4: Baylor's consistent men's and the women's side. Again, Women's, I'm stupid women are impressed. good, man. The women are beating the crap out of teams. Really good teams. Now in
3: Oregon yesterday. Is Oregon ranked? Nah, I don't know what they are. Not great. They're a good program, like they have been the last couple of years. But, yeah. okay, Sunday afternoon, you, you take them out by 20. Yeah. You leave no doubt about it. They just beat someone by 80. They barely eclipsed like, 50. This Oregon barely
4: stuff. eclipsed 50.
3: Yes, the defense. You've won five games this year by 20 They've or more points. Down. The men and the men's team strength the schedule is not great. And they've yet. scored, by the way, I talk about the defense for the ladies. The the they have scored uh is it eighty plus points in the last four games or whatever it is, something they never did under Mulkey? I think five. They had some stat like that. Yeah. Something they never uh, did. Offensive stat mulkey. that they didn't do under Kim mulkey Kind of wild. Oops. Awesome. They're good. They um, are good. They yeah, the- they will be absolutely I think they're Comfortably the second best team in the conference this year. The men have and not played the first. a top 25 team yet. That's what nope. I still need. Nope. I
4: still need... And they won't get one against Seton Hall this weekend. They're, they should beat the brakes off Seton Hall. And you still sit around and go... They've beaten a lot Seton of... Seton Hall tomorrow, by the way. They, that's tomorrow? Play Seton Hall tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'll tomorrow go. night at the I'll F-Shack. Go I'll go to that. Um, and they they still don't have that marquee top 25 win. They're not right. going to get that. They're, they're beating teams that are middle of the pack, maybe March bound.
3: Yeah, I think... Auburn and Florida, although Auburn's coming off a bad loss, um, are both tournament teams. The makings are there. From their Ken Palm and their, and their roster. With, yes. who's
4: ba- with who Baylor has, have, has but that beaten. that said,
3: they're not ranked. The makings there right. of being a team that can go through
4: the Big 12 and only lose three or four games. Which, that wins you the conference, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Easily. That wins you the conference. I mean, two five games.
3: losses wins you the conference. Yeah.
4: It's that good. Yeah. But uh, now that said, this year there are some more. Well, you thought BYU was going to suck, though. The number they're two- good. They're good. Net team in America, Houston's one, and BYU's two. Ah, the Big 12's gauntlet's going to get nuts. And the top
3: three, which, by the way, I think the rankings show this now, but from what we've seen from both teams this year, Baylor is better than Texas, who was ranked ahead of them to start the year. Yeah. Those top three. It's like the Cranberries, man. Their top three is the best. Mm -hmm. Kansas, Houston, and Baylor. All three of those teams could make the Final Four. Yep. Legitimately. That'd be awesome. Uh, coming up,
4: stacked. A lot of, I know we got a lot of Baylor talk today, but I, I, I need to be positive for a second. I'm, qu- I'm questioning the spav at all higher. It's one of the best you could have gotten. And in the wake of that, a lot of players are staying offensively and defensively. This is the Drake Toll Show.
8: Baylor Bear Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
9: It's Baylor in Seton Hall Tuesday evening in the Farrell Center. 7:30 for the countdown to tip-off, 8 p.m. tip-off Tuesday.
8: Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas.
1: They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights.
10: Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company New York. Each piece a work of art, plus no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond.
12: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
0: In Waco, Texas, we love the holiday season. At home, at work, or out with family and friends. It's simply a special time. From all of
11: us at Jeff Hunter Toyota,
16: we're wishing you a wonderful holiday season.
0: Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota Quality Waco Values.
1: Road
13: trip.
8: On the road with Mr. Rhodes. Hey, here's a shocker. Cars are bigger than people. So if you're behind the wheel, be careful. Those crosswalk stripes, yeah, they aren't left over from National Painter Street like a zebra day. They mean you need to stop for people in crosswalks and yield the right of way when turning at intersections. And no looking at phones, photos, texts, emails, or holding your jeans or where that nickel fell. Oh, and please, slow, slow down. Sound advice. Mixed in with professional sound effects. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TextDot.
4: Welcome back. Thank you. Bring those hips. If it's you on two, it's a great song. Oh,
3: that song fires me up.
4: It's wet tennis. I could tell that.
3: Yeah, it's wet, wet tennis. tennis.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: Matt Mosley can already feel his knees season up. Never He's played heard a heard. lot of wet tennis. Played a lot of wet tennis. Constantly, I call Matt.
4: I call Matt hey man, what's up? Which is the fastest you'll ever hear Matt talk, by the way. And I know I can hear he is both breathing heavy and sweating. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sorry, playing a tennis game, what's going on? That's how it's, it's, it's always what it is. Does he play pickleball too? It's the only time that I will have a short phone conversation with Matt Mosley is when he's playing tennis. And even then it's still like three minutes. Asha. Call me. Call me back.
3: Okay. All right. All right. Let's finish this set here. Aaron? Um, Me and Bjorn are wrapping (laughs) it up.
4: Matt's personal tennis trainer Bjorn? Yes. Bjorn Uh, Borg. Aaron, can I please get a uh, breaking news? Just got a text. Oh, man. Per, they're putting Florida State in now. Per Matt Mosley on Twitter, Dave Aranda has some quirks.
3: That's big. That's, that, that's breaking news. We like might need that again.
4: Constantly saying. Dave Aranda has some quirks. Like constantly oh. saying, I appreciate your question in response to reporters. Per Matt Mosley. and This is not me. This is just per Matt Mosley. So I cannot confirm. He is no longer doing that. Wow. It seems, this the guy who talked to him on the phone this week. It seems like a conscious choice. Last Not week. a big deal. But I found it interesting after hearing him do it for four seasons. What do you make of Dave Aranda no longer appreciating reporters' questions? That's huge. Yep. Do we need to take it out of our open? I think it's even better in the open now. It shows where the program started and now where it's yeah. come. And now where it has come.
3: And you... It- what
4: if we start, I like that,
3: by the way, I like that, that is that has come after one press conference where he didn't maybe he just didn't appreciate the questions today. Hmm. What if we have a PAQ? A post
4: appreciated questions era for Dave Aranda. I think
3: that's I think we need to count those stats. An AAQ. A
4: yeah. BAQ before appreciated questions. AAQ after appreciated questions. Well, I think it would just be appreciated questions. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. There's no before. There was no Dave Aranda before appreciating questions.
3: That's, because, that's interesting. I, this, did someone get into his ear, do you think? I don't know. Because, like, that's not a bad thing. Do, I mean, people use it as a oh. meme because the team stinks.
4: You think when Mac was like, dude, most of these questions suck anyway. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Dave, their heads are getting a little too big. Don't kid yourself, Dave. Don't kid yourself.
3: You don't have to be nice to them. <laughs> uh, don't treat them like dirt, but... You don't need to build them up. You don't need to encourage them. It's like that Tim Robinson skit.
4: And while Dave may not appreciate the questions, I'm sure he appreciates that everyone's coming back. Some of the PO, Drake Dabney's in the transfer portal. That one stings. Uh, Blake Shapin's in the transfer portal. I don't think they really
3: care. Yeah, and one one offensive underclassman in the transfer portal. Yeah, uh, that Skill player, I should say. alignments in there, too, Uh, who didn't play any of this. Who was the skill player? Shapen. Oh, oh, oh. He's not an underclassman. Yeah, I guess that's true. He's listed as a junior. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he but is. he's going to have his degree, hasn't he? He probably has four years of eligibility left.
4: Yeah. If Dylan, if Dylan, if Dylan Gabriel is coming back to play again somewhere next year, hey, hey, he does I've, well in the Big 12. I've got six years left. Yeah, Dylan Gabriel to Baylor, of course. Uh, Baylor did, a, a pair, per other sources on social media, put out an offer to a Central Michigan quarterback. Yes. Is that what it was, Central or Western? Central Michigan, a directional Michigan school. Yep. And his stats were, what do you remember off the top of your head?
3: Uh, no, I saw someone tweeted out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you holding with me? Yep. You're uh, holding on. He passed
4: for a hair shot. Yes.
3: Fifty percent. Uh, yeah, fifty-seven percent if Great. you round up. Uh, for eighteen hundred yards, twelve touchdowns, eight picks. Mm. But did rush for ten touchdowns. That's my quarterback in less than four hundred yards. What's his name? Uh, Jace Bauer. Ow. Jace Bauer. So Baylor has officially
4: offered him per this tweet.
3: Yes. And he must, he must have a strong arm because that's something that Spavadol mm-hmm. talked about today in his presser, which was something mm-hmm. that, that kind of spoke to me a little bit since Blake Shapen did go into the transfer portal today as the transfer portal opened. He officially went in after talking with Spavadol about what this offense might look like. Uh, trying to find the exact. I think Blake Shapen goes to Florida. He would be a great fit at Florida. I'm calling. No, it's right not now, too similar to Graham Mertz. I'm which calling of kinda...
4: right now. December fourth, Monday, December fourth, the day the portal opened at 1:31 p.m. Central Time, Blake Shapen will go to Florida. And you know what? This Jace Bauer kid, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Dave probably <laughs> he heard, heard the Matt rule. You know, good quarterbacks are going for two mil, and Dave just sat Spav it all down. Like, look, Spavs. <laughs> I don't know if we can pitch out $2 million. We could pitch out Hear $2 million. We could do 2 k
3: Who can we get for $2,000? Uh, what about the Central, Central Michigan Michigan, guy? Michigan kid. Yeah. Bring him in. By the way, the quote from on what he's looking for in quarterbacks, quote, the main thing I'm looking for is their arm strength. Are they capable of making all the throws? End quote. This is more about arm angles thrown off the platform and being mobile. But that's how he's, co- he's coached all kinds of quarterbacks. Yeah. which Quick I'm- shaping, good quarterback. He cannot make all the throws. No, no, he, he cannot. Does, he does not. I mean, it's more of a pea shooter of an arm. He does. He just doesn't have a big arm. And I don't care. I don't
4: care. I would disagree. I think Blake
3: Shipman does have a big arm. I would disagree. You with that. think I'd so? Push back. Yeah, I,
4: I do believe okay. that Sawyer. Hey. We saw Sawyer put some balls in the bucket on the boundary yes. when Sawyer yes. was healthy. Even that last game, Sawyer was really good. He's the kind of kid you could build a team around.
3: Right. He and was I, a blue chip for a reason. And I hate when people are like. If the quarterback isn't 6'4 and can throw it 45 yards, then they're not good. I hate that argument. But when this is what the offensive coordinator is laying out, yes, Blake Shapen does not fit into that. Sawyer Robertson fits more into that. And they did announce today that they're, they have to dip into the portal, which we would have thought anyway. Uh, yep. But they said if Blake didn't transfer, they wouldn't. So it is... Uh, I don't know if that means it's a depth move or if that means... Whoever's coming in is going to compete with Sawyer Robertson. So it would have been Blake's job. That's what I took away from it. I haven't, I'm only seeing it in transcript. I haven't seen how they said it, but yes, to me, that's what that says. Yeah, no, for sure. And I was thinking depth guy anyway, but, but, but with the fact that Sawyer Robertson's only played three games, then the, the default would be that this depth guy, quote unquote depth guy was going to be able to come in and compete for a job because I think that's what they went with last year with bringing Robertson in.
4: Kind of what they were looking with, they wanted Alan Bowman last year. Yeah, This is a great interaction that I had. I know you were in the thick of it, too. When I heard, when I caught whiff of Alan Bowman was in Waco, I was, stop the presses, please get him out of Waco, however we can. He had spent two years as an effective assistant coach at Michigan. Sure, he was on the team. He was just their student quarterback coach, helping out, what, Cade McNamara and company? Yep. I, they, I don't want that. I don't want that. I'd much rather have the blue chips Sawyer numbers Robertson. weren't that great at Tech either way. And so, uh, he was definitely a Tech guy and he wouldn't, in the offense they ran. wouldn't have competed with Blake Shaven to be the starting quarterback. There would no. not have been a competition. Clip, there shouldn't clipboard. have been a competition. Yeah. He would have been a clipboard guy. Sawyer Robertson's not a clipboard guy. He's young. He could be a big piece for Baylor moving forward. So I tweeted out, Alan Bowman in Waco, please, God, no. He would never compete for the starting job. And somebody big in Waco media texted DM me on, had the gall to DM me on Twitter. This is not true. He could compete.
3: Because that same oh, that's person. That's weird. Someone DM me that same thing. That same
4: person was courting him around, trying to help the football team out to get yeah. Alan Bowman. Open your eyes. I
6: you don't need that. Is that the same person that's always DMing you? It's the same y'all? person that thinks Yeah, that there's, a,
3: there's a DM set up Friday. Right? Like think, why? Just stop. Up, right?
6: they, can I say for, speak for y'all? Sure. This Aaron, person yeah. who knows who they are, they don't care about your opinion. Stop DMing them. Yeah, and they're not. Can I our, be more clear than that, not my boss? They're not. No. Our, yeah, they don't the care about not your our, opinion. Stop not DMing editor. them. And I know you have man. your own thing. Do that thing, and, and yeah, don't when, worry about and our when thing. You come
3: back with this great information, being the mouthpiece for the university, and trying. to... I mean, it's essentially not even for clout. He just likes. And by the way, make this isn't someone that works being a for a university. No, no, it doesn't I'm work for university. Well, not, yes, but not he's, technically. He's no. certainly in their back <laughs> pocket. <laughs> it, yeah. He's yeah. in their back pocket. Uh, not a lot of, not a lot of but, unabridged opinions coming out of yeah, that mouth, right? But to the to the Alan Bowman point, that was always going to be a a backup for one year. Yep. And Oklahoma State had a worse quarterback position or room, so he got a shot. Um, but yeah, to your point, Sawyer Robertson was someone that comes in and and he doesn't take the job away from Blake this year, and so everyone's like, "Well, can this kid even play?" And he didn't play at Mississippi State either, yeah, because he was a freshman, right? And he comes in going from an air raid offense to a wide zone offense with
4: one of the worst offensive lines to ever exist in the history yes, of man, yes.
3: And That's tough to play behind. I don't know that this kid's gonna come in and be a first team all Big 12, or if he's even gonna be this big stud, but he absolutely plays more towards a spread offense that Jake Spavidall runs yeah. than two go wide zone offense. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we literally this we know better than most people because we we have seen up close and personal the offense he ran in high school. Can I get a breaking news, please?
4: Yes! Thank you. God. yes. University of Arkansas has made it official. Eric Mateos
3: is gone. Woo! Snaps from the back. Woo! Snaps from the back. I believe he was at Arkansas once before. Yes, he was. Yeah. You take him. You know what? You're know fine. That's for the best. Ba- twist guys, my arm.
4: Twist my arm. You guys you can gonna him. have him. I know. I know. We're going to miss him. We're going to miss him. Oh, uh, Eric Mateos is gone. No more false
3: starts. Darn. Oh. No more worst in the conference in sacks allowed. No more seven, sacks. Seven more sacks allowed than the next worst oh. team. What are we going to do? No more no more offensive efficiency going down every year. And sacks allowed going up every year. And rushing yards per game going down uh, over 100 oh. yards per game in two seasons. If, Darn. If what are we s- going to
4: do? If Baylor's not racking up 100 yards in false start penalties this year, what am I going to do with my? That's what I've come to know. It's what I've come to love. It's the personality oh, Baylor brings boy. you. Oh, boy. It's the personality of this team. And now Arkansas is going to have to jump. That, that's the bad part for me. And now I can't watch Arkansas or Baylor. Thanks a lot.
3: He's under an offensive line guru, Sam Pippen. Oh, right. Right. Great. And the great mind of Bobby Petrino. Baby. Bobby P. Juicy P. Um,
4: <laughs> Eric Mateos is gone. He blocked me on Twitter about three months ago. Yeah. I found that out. And the reason I found out, I wouldn't have known. I don't stalk his Twitter. The reason I found out. Was another person who was on staff at Baylor gave me a tip. Was like, "Hey, uh, Eric blocked you on Twitter." <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? Which, which then means that Eric was talking about it in yeah, the, in yeah, yeah. This was a conversation <laughs> that was had in a staff room in the staff
4: room where because Mateos and I had interacted on Twitter before when things were going well and the offensive line was good, but then when it wasn't, hashtag grit. When and here's how it happened when. Baylor jumped off when Baylor had five false starts or six false starts in one singular game. I think
3: it was, I want to
4: say six or eight. Yeah, it might have been Texas uh, State. uh, State. Yeah. I tweeted, Mateos on the tarmac, which, yes, (laughs) does imply Baylor would fire Eric Mateos and on the tarmac of a home game, they would drive him out to Wakefield Regional. Did his wife block you, though? I don't even, I don't know.
3: Did his wife storm out that. after you tweeted that.
4: And the, the the staffer that told me that was like, I responded with, Eric, he's doing his job. Wow. <laughs>
3: there are people that have your back in that room. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. This And the staffer's not blocked me. And Mateo's like, Kirby's mm-hmm, doing his He's being mean. I'm going to block him.
3: He's Boomhauer now. He's I think I think what that other staffer that was defending you was trying to do is to really teach Eric a lesson in. In college coaching, right, and Eric, and that, and that you can't you can't buy into that. Eric you can't let them win by good blocking. Good luck in Fayetteville, buddy. Win. Good luck yeah. in Fayetteville. You're gonna love those fans up in Fayetteville. Uh, the poor guy, man. His, his big jobs. I mean, he did. He wasn't Arkansas in the past, but I don't think people were going after him on Twitter. The just O line. The G A. Since GA. then, he's had BYU and Baylor. Yeah. Yeah, good luck with the Arkansas. Fans, only, man. Just just like this offensive line's performance, it only gets worse, buddy. Your O line
4: <laughs> falls starts seven times in one game in Arkansas. You're gonna love what they tweet at oh, you. Oh boy. It won't be tarmac. <laughs> That'll be the least of what you have to worry about. If that's how
3: Under if, the tarmac would be the least you'd have to worry
4: about. Hey, look, and I'm just tweeting the numbers, man. If I fall started seven times on this show today, I I would also probably get some mean tweets. As I already do. And I don't block those people because they're all kind hearted in the end.
3: And plus, they win when
8: you block them.
4: Hope there's Fazoli's Sometimes on the hill. Hope there's Fazoli's on the hill. Who died today? This
3: is the Drake Toll Show. The RVO,
8: Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women offer
9: finals back in action Thursday, December 14th, hosting Delaware State for the future Bears game in the Farrell Center at 11 a.m.
8: Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas.
14: At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 in Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different.
0: Hey, neighbor, I saw your license
13: plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. (laughs) 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under 5 minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? (laughs) EECU? That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to eecu.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good
0: fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934
12: The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
11: Built to do more for
2: less. That's the way we roll with our new Kubota BX1880 package from WC Tractor. This four-wheel drive tractor is neatly packaged with loader, bucket, and shredder for as little as $2.99 a month. Take care of landscaping, gardening, and general maintenance without breaking the bank. Think of all the jobs you can do with your new Kubota. Payments are valid now through December 31st. Visit WCKubota.com or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info.
5: as i walked out in the streets of laredo as i walked out in laredo one day i spied a dear cowboy wrapped up second best song about
3: a texas border town el paso the being the yeah the first.
5: marty robbins huh and
3: yeah yeah love that been to rose's cantina el paso yeah, you've been a great there? pilgrimage for me. Yeah, I really like El Paso. How far uh, how far is Midland
4: Odessa from El Paso? Still a good about 4 hours, which is much closer than it is from here.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I had to take I, I, this was from when I was back in Waco, so I had to take a plane.
4: Would you would you take That's a plane work.
3: from Waco to Odessa? No, I never did. Yeah. You
4: can. The the Midway broadcast crew did that once. It's a great way. I think that would I do foresee myself dying in a plane crash one day because I'm irrationally scared of flying.
3: I don't like. I used to love to fly. Very often do lame people do that. So I maybe to- that's a win for you, for your brand. I used cool to love die. to fly. Cool people die in plane crashes. Then, Buddy Holly, Rocky Marciano. The Big Bopper. Him too. Uh,
4: uh, uh, John Denver. John Denver died in a plane crash. Yes, Roy Halliday. A lot of people die in plane crashes, man. And I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to do it. No, no A-listers. Really. Ah, Kobe.
3: That was a helicopter. Kobe, that's, different story. that's a pretty big Helicopters one. are different. Those are different. That is wild that a helicopter would be crashing in the year 2020, but whatever. I don't
4: want, I don't want to die in a plane crash. That's why I'm scared to fly. I I, 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 even in a plane of 300 people, that's so safe. It's safe in the drive. You can tell me that. I don't know. Nothing happened. There wasn't like one defining moment where I woke up and said, I hate planes, but I can imagine the plane that flies from Waco to Odessa
3: is on its last leg. <laughs> I mean, probably maybe. not a very good plane that's not that plane's not having a good day I don't know I'll have to let you know if I ever do that if I ever get back out to my old stomping grounds the Permian Basin and it
4: might be because I fly so often from DFW back home to Little Rock and those planes are tiny Yeah, because <laughs> like t- two years ago there's a point where we have 30 minutes left in the flight and we're flying 10,000 feet above above ground like I, we're clipping trees baby <laughs> and you could tell when the pilot came on he's at least he's maybe 19 and he's just uh, we're gonna be there
3: soon and I knew
4: I was uh-huh. saying my prayers. I was saying goodbye. I, we were gonna crash into a water tower. Have you ever actually die. had
3: like a bad experience though? I mean, you're nervous, mm-hmm. but
4: like no, that one was been one on a bad flight. That one was one where it was shaking so much, and we were still
3: 30 minutes out, and we shaking because it was small or shaking. It was small. Because, okay, it was small. I always look to see the flight attendants and how they're reacting.
4: Right, and in this one, the flight attendant was sitting down, strapped in. Like that's not good. Okay, sometimes <laughs> they gotta do that early. That's not good. And then I was on a flight, same deal, going from Dallas to Little Rock. Maybe it was Little Rock to Dallas. And we we were 10-ish minutes in the flight, and it's vibrating so loudly, shaking so loudly. And the pilot comes on. uh, Uh, Sorry, folks. There's uh, some turbulence because we're not currently able to pull the landing gear up. (laughs) That's not good. Nice. Anybody else hear that?
7: Nice. (laughs) Anybody else hear that? So, uh, we're trying there's to, really uh, no guarantee we'll be able to get that, uh,
4: trying to figure that out right now. Uh, so we're going to lead up for a little bit, then we will, uh, we'll pull it up and we'll, um, make sure it's able to drop back down when we get back home. Which to me was code for, we can pull the landing gear up, we're just not sure if it will go back down. So they did, they spent another 15 minutes or so with landing gear up. Hope, As you can Im- imagine, going 800 miles an hour with landing gear out, at any moment this plane is going to fall apart. You
3: know, my dad dodged a plane crash once. Then they pulled it up. He took an earlier flight, and the other one crashed. I think most of the people lives, but I might not be here if he didn't do that. Wow. Uh, they pulled it up,
4: and that was with 30 minutes to go in the flight. They put it back down, and I was like, oh. So for like emergency landing. It's not a,
3: not a crash.
4: But. Ah, so we were good. So we were good. But I do fear that I'll die in a plane crash, and I've, I'm, I'm deathly afraid of flying at this point.
3: And given I think that with sports your, media, you have to fly a lot. I think with your star that you've built here the last few years, and the name being the Drake Toll Show, if you die in a plane crash, I think they'd make at least a made-for-TV movie about you. Ooh. Do they yeah, still like make a, those? A Hallmark? I guess Hallmark's the only one.
4: A Hallmark? He was a Rembrandt. He hated everything and everyone. Drake, I hate everything Toll.
3: That was my, That's my favorite tweet I've ever gotten.
4: You, it will be tweet. a
3: lot like the Steve Prefontaine movie. Yes! Great at what he does. Which one? But is Um... there's one with an actual famous actor but it was a made for TV movie in like 2000 or 2001 where it actually from what I've read about Steve Prefontaine actually was pretty accurate in that he was not a jerk but you know abrasive very competitive much like yourself (laughs) but great at their craft Yeah, like Steve Prefontaine Uh, one text here
4: from Diane says you probably shouldn't be talking about J-Mo like that I don't think we've I don't think I've mentioned J-Mo I don't think we've talked about John this show or maybe at all. I don't
3: think so. Uh-uh. Oh, I, was uh, that a joke? Diane, it the DM. Oh no, that'd be funny. <laughs> Not JMO. Won. No, uh, JMO would never. I love JMO.
4: Diane also says lots of people block you, as you well know. Thank you, Diane. Yes,
3: <laughs> Diane's Diane. like myself included. Now. Breaking news. <laughs>
4: Breaking news, Diane. Many people block me. All right. Who died today? Saint John of Damascus, Syrian monk, priest, and theologian. Dead. What year? 11. 749. Thomas Hobbes, dead today. English philosopher, was 91 years old. Thomas Hobbes. That was a pretty good run back in 1656. 79. 79. Darn. John Gay. I don't think you could say that. Uh,
3: 1821. 1732.
4: 1732. How about you know Robert Jenkinson? Second of Earl of Liverpool, Prime Minister of the Naturally. UK. Yeah. Died at 58 in this year. 1909.
3: 1829. 1829. I feel like we're going in weird order. Why? Are we? No, no, no. Oh, no, I guess 16. Where you said 79. Frank Zappa. Whatever was. 19... 13. 93.
4: I know. 93. <laughs> 93. Uh last one here. Oh, last two. Stonewall Jackson. Before 93. Okay. 1882. 2021. Stonewall Jackson, American country music oh, magician, shut up. musician, musician. <laughs> Much more. Mu- you suck. Not nearly as well known I'm as I'm going to block you now. Jackson. I'm going to block you now. Um Point last there. but not least Bob McGrath, American musician and singer. I'm gonna guess 2022. From Sesame Street, died in 2022 from complications from a stroke. This day in sports history. The first you my first
3: first Duke basketball game.
16: The
4: first CFL Grey Cup, Rosedale Field, Toronto, University of Toronto
3: Blues, beat the Toronto Parkdale Canoe Club twenty-six to six. This is really old. First Grey Cup. This is pre NFL. I'm gonna guess 1913, 1909. This day in sports history in 1909.
4: In 1943, well, okay, the year, but this is pretty cool. MLB Commissioner Kennesaw Mountain, Mountain Landis. Landis, yes, announces that MLB any baseball club can sign African Americans. The black players
3: can be signed into the MLB. And he's a a Georgia boy. Happened today. That Was big. Yeah, uh, Ernie Davis. It only took a quarter century no. of his reign, but Yep. Ernie
4: Davis, University of Syracuse, running back, picked number one by the Washington Redskins.
3: So that, that gives you a, a – it couldn't be post-2019. Yep, and he won the Heisman Trophy in – I think it's this year as well. Oh, I might be wrong on that. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to go with it.
4: 1961. It was 1961. 1961.
3: Bang. I thought he played for the Browns. Never played it down. All let right, right, let's, let's get interesting. The
4: 15th Big 12 championship game, number 10 Oklahoma defeats number 13 Nebraska
3: 23-20. That would be December 4th of 2010. 2010. It is 2010. Oh, so tomorrow we get the 09 championship game. How about the 19th SEC championship
4: game, Auburn defeats South Carolina 56-17. to <laughs> That was also 2010, it was, was it not? It was 2010. Yeah. South Carolina beat Bama that year. The sixth ever ACC championship. Number 12, Virginia Tech beats number 20, Florida State, 44-33. Wow. Yeah, Virginia Tech won the, they the ACC had, championship. They, yeah,
3: they haven't have a, had a championship game that long. Um, ooh, But I'm trying to think of what year Virginia Tech was. 2013. 2010. Another wow. 20. Just all that same Saturday. Just I guess I probably should have done Saturday. like the the math of the days, but... I just didn't think you'd go three in a row 2010. Yeah. Kudos to you. New York Giants fired Bob McAdoo <laughs> today. Uh. After a 2-10 start.
4: 2020? 2017. 2017. Really? I
3: thought he was... Okay. And New
4: Zealand cricket... Yeah, they made the playoffs here before. New Zealand cricket spin bowler. Ajaz Patel joins Jim Laker and Anil Kumble as the only three men to take all 10 wickets in a test innings on day two of the second test against India in Mumbai. Who could forget when that happened in 2019? In 2021. In 2021, this day in sports history, December
6: 4th. You call yourself a cricket fan.
3: Yeah. Anything else happened in December 4th of 2021? Um, what am I missing there? Was it today or yesterday? For what? The McPlay. Oh. I think it was the 4th. Was,
0: was it? Is this why a McPlay don't, anniversary? Why don't we
4: double check that? All right. Baylor and... I'm going to do the thing that Ward does. Google. Baylor, Oklahoma State, 2021, correct? Yes. Yeah. It was December 4th. This day in sports history in what year Baylor beat Oklahoma <laughs> State 21-16 to 16 in the Big
3: 12 championship? I mean, one of the all-time great sports moments of my life. Just the moment. Sheer moment. Yep, it's 2021. Uh, my Rockland Bulldogs, my high school, won the Super Bowl the night before. It's a good weekend for
4: me. Before we close the show, Oklahoma State basketball radio broadcast team won. died in a plane crash, oh. January 27, 2001. That's radio. It's what? what I do. But that's
3: not that's not the date.
4: What I know, but I just we had a text. Oh, you was doing a, a plane crash thing.
3: Yes, because the plane crash thing was yeah, out. that was that was the one where like half the team was in it, but half it wasn't. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Not quite like the Marshall one. Eddie Sutton. It's a tough one. Was it women's basketball? Was it no men's basketball?
4: It was men's basketball. Mm -hmm. Wow.
12: Uh,
3: This has been back from Iowa State. Was that what it was? Kansas State.
4: Maybe. Cameron Stewart across the room. Aaron Sexton produces. Coming up, John Morris of the John Morris Show, and then Matt Mosley from three to six. This has been of the Matt Mosley Show. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for making it your lunchtime listen every single day. The Drake Toll Show.
12: This is is ESPN Central Texas. Save thousands of dollars.